Welcome to Keeping It 100 with Dr. Robin. And guess what? I'm Dr. Robin. Whoever you are and wherever you are, whatever time you've taken in order to, to listen to this podcast, thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Well, let me tell you a little bit about who I am. But that has nothing to do with that podcast. This podcast has to do with the ministry God has given me, a ministry that would help to bring the church and the unchurched, the clergy and the lay, those that are affiliated with spiritual matters and those that are just seeking to understand spiritual matters, help to bring them together. I'm here to, to, to build a bridge. And hopefully we can cross that bridge with integrity, with honesty, and with transparency. You see, I was raised not in the church, but in the world. And I became, and I was saved at 25. Well, you can do a lot of things by the time you get 25. So but when I got saved, one of the first things that I thought about was, wow, how come they didn't tell me sooner? I lived my life on happenstance and I didn't have to. I lived thinking that the only hope I had was it something would accidentally fall in my lap? And I didn't have to. And then the second thing I thought was, huh, the people where I grew up could really use this information. They could do so much better for themselves if they knew there was actually some hope, that they knew that there was something that could be done about their circumstances. And so that's the ministry that God gave me, to build a bridge. You see, I have this unique quality of being able to see both sides of the same coin. Because I was raised in the world and not in the church, I understand the world. And because I left the world, not because I was failing in the world, but because I fell in love with Jesus Christ, I see it through a different eye. But I'm also an ordained minister, which means I matriculated through the church and into the pulpit. I have a doctor's degree in theology. And this is what God has chosen for my purpose. So together, I want us to build a bridge on transparency, build a bridge on integrity, that those in the church and those not yet affiliated with the church will be able to find a little common ground. We'll have a little bit more understanding about their circumstances. Because isn't that what it's all about? You see, Jesus Christ didn't die contrary to popular belief for the church. Jesus Christ died for people and he used the church to disseminate the information. This time of the year is great, but the best is the after Christmas deals. Ever wish you could get after Christmas savings all year long? Now you can. Join the concierge club at mobetterstuff.com and the customized savings can be yours. The fee is nominal, but the savings can be huge. Sign up and let us get you after Christmas savings on those high-end ticket items you want. Go to M-O-B-E-T-T-E-R-S-T-U-F-F dot com and get ready to save money all year long. Happy Holidays! Nonprofits. I have good news for you. Are you tired of spending more time writing for funding than serving? If so, call Dr. Biswag and let her be your writing arm. Think about it. No employee fees, no workers' comp, she adds value you can see on your bottom line. 20 plus years experience that is yours on request. Pay only when you need help but nothing for downtime. Get started at http.drbizswag.com. The doctor can help. Hey, this is Dr. Robbie. Welcome to the podcast. Please forgive me for not being available last week. I actually caught the flu 
and not just the flu. I call it the flu with laryngitis. So my voice is still a little raspy, but I'm here because you must do that which God has called you to do. Now today we're going to dig into, we're going to try to clarify some things about the Word of God. For those that may be a little bit more familiar than others, this is for you as well. We want to look at the Word of God in a practical, as a practical direction or as a, a practical guide for, for your life. And in order to do that, you have to be able to, to understand that the stories and the, 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 the references in the Word of God sometimes don't correlate to what we experience today. Because remember, the Word of God came about almost 3,000 years ago. And there was no technology. There weren't any cars. There weren't any, any cell phones. There weren't any phones, period. There was no industry. There was no motorboats. There was none of that. It was mostly agricultural. So the Word of God, the trends, the stories that are re referenced in the Word of God are a little different from the way they are now because of the changes in technology and the changes in the lifestyles of the people. But you know what's not different? The people. The characters of people has not changed in over 3,000 years. Different faces, different bodies, different countries, different languages, same character. But you know what else? Jesus hasn't changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Because that's good news. So you can't necessarily take everything that you see in the Bible from the stories in the Bible and, and translate them to your life. But let me tell you what you can translate. Are the precepts and the principles. Basically, you can translate when the Word of God is prophesying to you, when it's telling you what is to come, when it's giving you a principle or a, 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 a character that you are to hold on to in order to do that which God has you to do. So when the Word of God talks about what's coming, you need to hear. Because the one thing that I've learned is Especially when Jesus speaks. When Jesus says, verily, verily. Now, you're only going to see verily, verily in the King James Version. But when you see it, or any reference to Jesus saying something twice, that's a time you are to take notice as to what's coming next. It's a time that you stop what you're doing and listen intently. Because he's about to give you a word that you can hang on to and trust. Even in the, in the biblical sense from 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy 3 says, see, it's talking about what's coming. It's talking about the last days. And I know a lot of people say the last days, uh, there's going to be destruction. And there is. But what they don't tell you is that if you are a believer, if you are a Christian, if you believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, and if you have turned your life over to the Lord, that you will not experience 
the last days because the last days are for those that are unsaved. But the path walking to the last days, you will see the signs. And now remember that a day in the life of Jesus is a thousand years to us. So when he says the last days, if he says it's three days away, that's 3,000 years. So it's not going to necessarily be tomorrow when you wake up. But if this recording stays around for another 500 years, then it just might be tomorrow when you wake up. No one knows the time. And no one knows when it's coming. But mark my word. And you can mark the word of God. It is coming. For he tells you as the last days approach. In 2 Timothy 3 it says. But mark this. That there will be terrible times in the last days. In the days. In the last days that are coming. Understand that. People will be lovers of themselves. Lovers of money. Boastful. Proud. Abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of good. Does that sound familiar? Doesn't that sound like where what we've seen in, in our society as we've moved forward? It says they will be treacherous and rash, conceited. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. All of these things are what each and every one of us has seen as the time goes forth. But it also tells you having a form of godliness but denying its power. And it tells you to have nothing to do with such people. You know, if you are an adult or even going, being close to an adult, if you've been friends with someone for decades, sometimes people change. And as people change, if you discern within your spirit that they are not what they used to be, but not just not what they used to be, they are not what you like them to be. They are not the type of person that you became friends with. Sometimes. You have to remove yourself. From those persons. Because the word of God says. To have nothing to do with such people. Often it's difficult. I've had friends. For a very long time. Does all different types of friends. And some of them. I've had to start to distance myself from simply because of that very reason. Their character has changed to such that is not compatible with what God would have me to be. And believe me, the word tells you as well. It says, do not be misled in 1 Corinthians 15 and 33. Bad company corrupts good character. You see, if people have normalized sin and they've taken those things that the Word of God would call an atrocity, that the Word of God would call 
something that is a bad character. And they've normalized it, which means that they've made it a part of everyday life. They call it okay because the world calls it okay. They succumb to it because they want to fit in. Then that may be a person that you need to consider distancing yourself from. Because bad company does corrupt good behavior. And the longer that you're associated in such a close manner, you began to do what they do. Because did you know that it's much easier to sin the third and the fourth time? The first time it feels bad. The second time you, you, you feel bad, but you shake it off. But the third time, it begins to be normalized. And every time thereafter, it becomes a little bit easier to do. So the spirit within you often will tell you that your behavior is unaligned with God's, that you've stepped outside of his grace and standing on your own. At that point in time, each of us needs to be accountable for our action. If you know that you're standing outside of the will of God, if you know that your character does not depict that which God has called you to be, then you must be held accountable because God's going to hold you accountable. Now, the good news is that even if you're standing outside the realm, even if you've stepped over the boundaries, that all you need to do is once you identify, once you understand where you are, once you get it, once you come to yourself, all you need to do is turn away from whatever you're doing that is displeasing to God. Ask for forgiveness and turn toward those things of God. And he is faithful and just to forgive you and not just forgive you. He is faithful and just to not only forgive you, but to take you and plant you right back in the position that you were in when you stepped out of line. You see, that's the character of a good God. Just like people have not changed, God has not changed. But within us, within each of us, is the Spirit of God. If you are a believer, if you are a Christian, within you is the Spirit of God. And the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. We'll tap you on the shoulder. When you cross the line, they'll pull, pull at your coattail. When you're acting in a way that does not give God glory, He will whisper in your ear and give you dreams when it's time to repent. So be forever vigilant and listen to that small, still voice that comes from within your own heart that talks about your character and what you must do to be that which God has called you to be. Now for those that are not 
yet affiliated with the church, not yet affiliated with Jesus Christ. All you have to do is continue to read. And, and, and I say not affiliated with the church, but the reality is the word of God says, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, then you are saved. So even if you're outside the church, even if you've strayed from the church, even if you've never been in the church, if you find Christ, when you find Christ, because we all find Christ, it's just a matter of when. For the word says that every knee shall bow. Everybody will find Christ in their own time. Live long enough. Now you may deny Christ, and that is your choice. But everyone will find Christ at some point in their life. Or that which they would call Christ. Whatever your language. The reality is that when you've identified that you are outside of the realm of what you believe God has called you to be. That you must be responsible enough to redeem. You must be responsible enough to turn away from the behavior that you have deemed unfit for God or ungodly. And turn back to, to Christ, back to the ways that you know Christ would have you to be. That is your responsibility and your salvation hinges on you doing that which you must do. God is good and he's always there. Always waiting. Always welcoming. Always ready to take you back. But each of us has a responsibility and a part of that responsibility is knowing who we are affiliated with with and why. That's the podcast for the day. Be safe. Be woke. Be beloved in Christ. God bless you. Bye for now.